What's up, life partner gang? Gang, gang. <laughs> it's been a long time, man. Um, Should we say Happy New Year? I feel like it's probably going to be February by the time this goes up. But we haven't spoken to you guys since before the holiday, so Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year for sure. It's been a minute. Um, we've been busy. A lot going on. Lots of updates y'all on. Um, my wife's getting me together over here. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's been a lot. Um, that's happened since the last time we actually recorded sometimes too, but we never put those episodes out. Things have changed in the world, so um, we happy we here. We're like semi settled now. So oh, we moved. We did move, <laughs> so you notice the backdrop is different. We're not in our kitchen recording anymore. Um, you know, we headed to to the East Coast. Yeah. Um, left the West Coast, which I'm still I'm still sad about. Um. But we're going to talk about that today. So we have um, a great episode just to kind of talk about what's happening in life right now. What's going on with us, LPG, Life Partner Gang, um, a lot of exciting things. And then, you know, just going to talk about some relevant stuff that's happening and a little bit more about our journey. Okay. So before we do that, I want you to make sure that you are subscribed, turn the notifications on, and so that you get all of the updates whenever we um, drop a new episode, upload a new video. Um as we go throughout the year, because we don't plan on taking any more hiatuses. <laughs> hiatuses. Um, yeah, no, we're not. We're not planning to do that anymore. Um, and as always, with a life partner gang, we are here to give you the good, the bad, the ugly, the not so good um, about all things relationship related, marriage, whatever your walk is, whoever you are, whoever you're with. Uh, we just want to talk and kind of share our experience, and then hopefully, you know, connect with y'all, and you know. Maybe you can learn from us. Maybe we can learn from you. But um, as she always says, make sure you're following us. Um, LPG, Life Partner Gang, on all social platforms. We'll be posting way more content this year, way more videos. I'm going to be talking way more reckless. Um, okay. Because I don't care. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but to, to kind of, like, get us into this week's episode, um, we wanted to talk about the move, right? So. Yeah. We were in L.A. for, what, a, a, a year. year? We did basically 12 months in L.A. Um, and I know a lot of y'all be thinking I'm in, like, the CEA or... The CEA, the CIA. CIA, <laughs> my bad. Um, the CIA and trying to figure out, you know, why we moved so much and what we be doing. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, you want to tell them where we at? We are in Virginia. We're in the Hampton Roads area, which is home for us. Um, I grew up in Norfolk. James grew up in Newport News. Bad so. news. Two up, two down. What's happening? Go ahead. So we're home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about being closer to family. Like the kids right now, they're at my mom's house, which is, you know, a dream. We we have help with the kids. And, um, you know, it's just being back here is going to push us toward our financial goals. So we are in Virginia. Yeah. And I think f financial goals and content goals and just like, goals yeah us, because period. we can do this and not have to fear you know lukey waking up at worst king might bark at something but that's our that's our only kid that we have home right now so to be able to have designated office hours for me particularly because usually i'm trying to keep the kids out of his space while he's doing his conference calls and things like that so now i can set a work day for myself and not have to worry about snacks and lunch and somebody hurting themselves and helping them with virtual school amongst all the other things that, you know, parents have to do with kids during the day. So I, I am extremely grateful for that. Yeah. And I think, you know, while moving is never fun, I think the process of moving is, is, is painful, right? Like you got to get everything together. You got to, you got to pack, you got to box stuff up. You got to throw know, stuff away. We packed away. the house up in a week. It was real swift. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was swift. Um, but it's usually painful for me because I yeah. end up doing all the work. Um, oh, you gonna, I mean, you it, did not do all of the I work. End, I end up doing all the work. You did My not. wife chips in here and there, but like I can, this is what she be doing half the time when we trying to make progress. If y'all can't see me, y'all listening to me. She be on her phone tapping away at something. And yes, it's her job, so she's going to try to use that as like, oh, I'm working, blah, blah, blah. I helped you pack. But You're not going to uh, throw one of my name like Moving that. is stressful, um, but we've done it so much, so we're almost pros at it. So if you think back to, what was it, 2013? 2013, we were in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. um, right after my birthday, we dipped. We moved to Arizona. Stayed in Arizona for... Seven months. No, nah, no, nah, it was longer than that. No, it was seven months. I left at seven. Y'all stayed longer than that, though. We got to Arizona in November, or October. end of October, and we left in May. Okay. All right. Well, 
That was a quick Whatever one. Whatever that timeline is. We, uh, we left before the summer because I knew it was going to be. We left before be, Memorial Day. Yeah, it was going to be 100. We left in March. We left yeah. in May. It was going to be 130 degrees. <laughs> and winters in Arizona are beautiful, but I couldn't do the summers there. So we had to get up out of there before that happened. Now, nah, but new money, new blessings. We went yeah. to Texas. Um, got to Texas. Got married in Atlanta. Built the house. Stayed in Texas for five years. Five years. Um, the tail end of that, I'm traveling back and forth to California. Mm-hmm. We finally said, all right, no more traveling for James. Everybody wants daddy to be home at night. So collectively, we make the decision to move to L.A., which has been a dream of mine since probably 2006, 2007. Like I was telling people back then in Atlanta that I wanted to go to L.A. And they were telling me back then because I was broke. You don't want to go to L.A. when you broke. (laughs) So I never went. Kept putting it off. We finally went um, and love Cali. Love It was beautiful. I I wish we could have experienced L.A. less COVID because I feel like we, of course, we didn't get to do even a tenth of the things that, you know, you should be able to do there because of the circumstances. So, yeah, that's true. We got out there in De- December 22nd, mm-hmm. 2019. Yeah. Um, COVID, COVID shut everything down in March, but COVID started brewing in, February. in like January, February. Yeah. Um, and then that really, I wouldn't say it ruined our California experience, but it changed our California, California experience. So y'all remember if you watch Tina's stories every day, she has like the view She's posting of our backyard. Like we had the be- one of the best views, I would say, in Cali. Yeah. And in LA. Um, and our place was gorgeous. It was beautiful. Now, I don't feel like the place was really conducive for being stuck in a house with Mm-mm. three children. Um, it's great if we could take them to the park or go do this and go do that. Or they she- could go to school and things yeah. like that during the day. But to have them and us home twenty four seven, them needing to get their energy out or just to have somewhere to run around. Um, it was not conducive to that. So that was a huge factor in our decision to move because they're still home. They yeah. still need somewhere to run around. They still need room to play. So Yeah. And so the for the for the beautiful backyard that we had, it was great for sitting out there and enjoying the view and the weather and things like that, but it wasn't conducive for playing. So playing meant we had to move the cars out of the driveway. So the kids could run around in the driveway or drive to the park. park. But when COVID happened, this is the thing, too. So, you know, a lot of our our followers are on the East Coast or Atlanta because that's where we were based for so long. Yeah. Cali is not like Atlanta. Like, Mm -mm. you know, Atlanta, they've been doing whatever. Atlanta's open. (laughs) Atlanta been open all. Cali is not. Cali isn't open. It really (laughs) isn't still to this day. And that was really a large factor in why we decided to leave. Because when we sat back and thought about it, it was like, all right. We're paying significantly more to move, to live here. I wanted to move there because of the connections, the people I could meet, networking. the networking, all of that. COVID ruined Network with who? the networking. <laughs> like you can't go to an event and meet somebody and talk to them or shake the hand or any of that anymore. So like it changed the plans. Now, overall, we had a great year, though, we did. in terms um, of what we happened. We had a great year. We It was a the perfect home, you know, to be capturing content. We all, you know, we got to spend the entire year together, which ultimately was the point of moving. So, you know, that side of it was beautiful, but just from, um, uh, the financial decision, given our financial goals, and then what we were used to in terms of space, um, it wasn't conducive. And just like for you working, like now you have an office that you can close doors. Yeah, and Luki can't just loft. bust in like the little baby from the um, that CNN video that went viral when she busted yeah, her yeah, dad. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, Luke yeah. That's all day Luke. long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he still does that now, even with a door. But it was like before having an office in a loft area, I can hear everything that's happening. Yes. The kids doing laps upstairs, I can hear it. You fussing at the kids, I can hear it. Like any Luke whining, crying, I can hear it all. So now it is better to have a door and to not be stuck in that. Plus. They just need space to run around. Like if, like when L.A. shut the parks down and everything, there was nowhere to take them other than walking around our neighborhood, which also was wasn't really kid-friendly <laughs> yeah, or safe. Didn't, 
We lived in the hills. We had to go down the hills to get to like sidewalks and things like that for them to be able to ride their bikes. So it like they couldn't really ride their bikes or their hoverboards or their little scooters and stuff with the exception of in the driveway unless we had to go down the hill. So it was just first world problems, but it just yeah. wasn't conducive for an environment that we wanted them to be able to enjoy everyday life and being able to have ways for them to, you know, get their energy out. Yeah. Um, and then so part of what we what we're doing is like leading up to um, making a decision to move. We have been talking about um, do we want to, you know, go back to Texas? Yeah. That was the initial thought. And like we were we were close. Yeah, we, um, had, we had took, took a couple of house hunting trip and yeah. So we took a trip out there, um, found a house that I fell in love with. I was on my way. It was a beautiful home, though. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, but it was like, it was a little overpriced. Yeah. And we were trying to get them to come down to what we thought was, you know, reasonable, just considering it was going to be a significant amount of work that we were going to have to do in the house to kind of get it to to be home for us. Yeah. Um, But we couldn't find it. We couldn't agree on a number that we thought was, was fair for both sides. So um, we didn't buy that house. So then once that didn't happen, it was like, all right, cool. Like, do we keep this L.A. thing going and see what happens or do we dip out? And um, I started thinking, you know, behind the scenes, like, all right, well, do we really want to move? Move, though, because moving isn't fun. You're moving around the holidays. There's so much going on. Like we we in the middle of Christmas trees everywhere, all of that stuff. So um, but a great thing happened. So. Um, my parents who live in Japan right now. Also in CIA. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my parents live in Japan and they um, about what, October? August. No, like August. Yeah. They bought what would be their retirement home um, in in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful home. Um, it's, it's where we are now. Um, started talking to them. And then, you know, I never like since we left. Virginia, I never envisioned really coming back here. Um, I know you've probably secretly wanted to come back all this time, but Virginia is slow to me. It is a little slow. And I'm a I'm a city guy, so I prefer to be by a major city and things like that. The 757 area anyway, it's slow down here. Yeah, like it's slow down here. Like we're not up towards northern Virginia and that type of stuff. So, And I don't like the cold anymore. Growing up here was one thing. As an adult now, I do not like the cold. It snowed yesterday, and he almost like yeah. <laughs> cried. Like I just <laughs> the kids loved it the, though. The cold depresses me. Um, so it it was it was different thinking about it. But um, the one thing I started thinking about was you know we opened a couple of more businesses on the East Coast, specifically down in the Southeast. So I was starting to have to travel back to Georgia more. Now back to Alabama. So like those like those cross country flights, you know, they're they're kicking my butt when I got to go and do them on the weekends or whatever and then come back and, you know, get back into gear with the family. So Tina's looking at me like, yo, why don't we move back to Atlanta? And I'm like looking at her like, but you never wanted to move back to Atlanta. (laughs) So like, why is that me? It's you traveling. All right. So where we need to be. (laughs) So you ain't got to be traveling so much because it's getting on my nerves now. We moved all the way to California. To stop you from traveling, and now you got to go back to Georgia. Do we need to go to Georgia? Yeah, so no, she, <laughs> she's a trooper about it. And I got to say, like, that's the one thing that I think has been been dope about, you know, our, our relationship is that once I got Tina to move the first time, which is from Atlanta to Arizona, she's never really given me grief about moving. Now, I kicked and screamed well, about Cali a little she bit. She kicked and screamed about Cali for years which she always ended up talking me out of it. But then when it was finally like, all right, like, let's go to L.A., she was there. Now, did she still complain the whole time we were in L.A. about how much it costs to live out there? Why does gas cost like $18? I don't understand. Yeah, she complained about that. Now, she ain't even putting gas in the car because she's at the crib every day. So get the, the high gas prices didn't impact her life at all. But she's complaining just because she knows it's it costs more to live out there. Yeah. Um, and it, it is expensive out there. But... You can't beat that weather. Um, you know, it's not I do miss the weather a little bit. It's nothing like waking up every day and you don't have to like be cold. Cold is fifty five degrees there. Yeah. It's different. No, the first week 
I missed the weather a lot. Our first week here, it just rained. Mm. And, you know, we hadn't really experienced that in Southern California. It might have rained twice, twice the entire time we were there. Yeah. The sun, you used to be, the sun being out every day. So you, it, it was a shock to come here and just have it be gloomy. Like, oh my gosh, where is the sun? Why won't it stop raining? Is this what life is like outside of the California bubble? Right. So it, that has been an adjustment amongst other things, but we're, we're getting there. Right. So, you know, thinking about we got the businesses, mom and them have the house out here. Mom and dad got the house out here. They're not going to be back until, you know, at that at that time, it was like almost a year and a half mm-hmm. when they would be back and feeling like, all right, like, you know, how can we shortcut me having to be gone so much? Plus, we don't have any help and we yeah. have very big audacious goals for this year. And it's one thing to be like trying to create content. But it's another thing when you don't like ever have help to like help you with the kids because we got a gang of kids and we always trying to create something and um, or even simple stuff like going, going on, on a, a date. date. <laughs> like we went on what we one went date? on one date while we were there and COVID was the reason for that. Um, we we did have like our sister in law, my, my sister in law, your sister lived lived out there, so she was you know willing to to keep the kids if we needed it. But you know it's. When everything is locked down, it wasn't like we could go many places anyway. So um, we had that to deal with. So you kind of fast forward through all of that. And it was like, all right, I'm thinking in my head, but I'm not saying anything to her yet. Like, man, I wonder if if we should go to Virginia. You could be by your family. I can be by my grandmother who lives here locally in the area, too. Um, And then, you know, the cost of living out here is like a fraction of what it is out there. And we could do some things with that. Plus, and we had, well, I guess you were getting there last year. We had already paid down how much? Uh, like 130 K in debt. So we had already aggressively started like tackling go, uh, debt payoff because we were, we were trying to get that house. Yeah. So we were lowering our debt to income ratio and doing all the things because we were getting ready to pull the trigger. So moving, you know, will put us in a better position to be able, when we do see something that we want or we decide that we want to build, we can jump on it without having to, to worry about, um, where, where our finances are. We can have our finances aligned to where, cause the goal for whatever house we went into next was to technically only be house poor, meaning that the mortgage and the utilities were the only bills that we had to pay. Yes. Correct. And we were, this time around, we were really going to go into, like, our dream home. Forever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't believe in forever homes because I, I like to move. Forever homes. Um, <laughs> <but laughs> I'm tired. It was it was going to be our dream home. And that was really what attracted us to what we saw in Texas yeah. because that, I might dig up the pictures so we could show them. Like, oh, yeah, we can that, show a few pictures. The house, house is crazy. Like, the house had a gym in it, had a basketball court. It had every, the only thing it didn't have was a pool. Yeah. And we were going we to put a pool in there. But it had space for me to have like 10 more kids. Um, you know, all of these things. Right, babe? <laughs> <laughs> you can't go and get your dream home and not fill it up with the kids. You still got me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so, um, you know, we were thinking about dream home. So, yeah. um, you know, and then it was like, all right, cool. So as I'm thinking about this idea, um, you know, I asked. It had never occurred to me, honestly. I was thinking Texas or Georgia, Texas or Georgia. Where are we going? Texas or Georgia? Yeah. Either way, I knew that if we went back to one of those two places, it was still closer in terms of his travel. And I had somewhat I had a support system in both places. So he had always said Virginia was out. So honestly, Virginia had never occurred to me. Yeah, I never wanted to come back to Virginia. We've had the, the conversation about <laughs> family and all of that. And while I, I, I do love her family and, and in-laws, I just I like to have separation so that people can pull up when they want to. People can't be all in your business. People can't be nosy. When you live on the other side of the country, it's impossible to pull up on me without me knowing you're coming. Yeah. When you live in the same state or city as people, then they can just pop up. Like, oh, I'm in the neighborhood kind of thing. Ain't no in the well, neighborhood. Well, where we are now, it's kind of like 45 minutes out. So you don't really want to pull up. Yeah, you don't, but you could. You could. Um, and then the other thing, too, was I, I honestly was thinking about, you know, you and your goals and where you're trying to take your business this year. Tina had a phenomenal year last year mm-hmm. with her um, business. And I'm thinking of protecting her and like, yo, is being home going to be a distraction for you? Because now you have 
everybody here. And I don't know. I didn't know if they were going to respect your work boundaries because they might think, oh, you just on social media. They do kind of still. <laughs> don't don't pull up on me without calling because I might be recording like we are right now in the middle of the day. Yeah. So, you know, we, we had all of those things to think about. But um, so I'm thinking about it in my head. And then a part of me is still torn on L.A. because I really, really love L.A. And I'm like, are we leaving before what we were supposed to do out here, you know, actually comes to fruition? Um, and I still struggle with that even to this day. But I started thinking about, all right, like financially, though, we could save even more money by coming out this way and not being out there. So mm -hmm. let me talk to Tina, see what she thinks about it. Brought it up to her, and of course, she was like, yes, I think that's a great idea. Virginia? <laughs> Whatever do you mean? <laughs> so she was all on board with it, um, of course, because she gets to be by family, um, you know, and it. we haven't lived by your family since ever. Ever, yeah. So I haven't lived this close to family since I graduated from high school because I went, I went to college in Georgia. Um, I graduated from high school in Georgia, but it was about four hours away from Atlanta, and the year that I graduated... Um, my dad went back to Iraq, so my bonus mom and my sisters, they moved back to Virginia. So my, from that point on, you know, with the exception of one aunt, my entire family was here. Yeah. Um, so it was, you know, all of it made sense in terms of that. So her and I started to talk about it. We talked about like our financial goals, um, you know, cause we're still like, okay, we're going to, we're contemplating whether we want to build or buy something. I think we're leaning towards building, you know what I mean? If we find the right and building like buy the land, build the house, custom. Yeah, we don't exactly want to do a cookie cutter it. house anymore. We wanna we want a custom build this time. Yeah. And then what we've also said, like in terms of location, we're just gonna be agnostic. Like we don't know where we're gonna land. So if our families made the decision We would stay here. We would stay here. We haven't committed to that. My mother desperately wants me <laughs> to stay here. Um, and I know your family does too. Um, Georgia is still on the table. I still think Georgia makes the most sense. But. Um, Texas is still on the table. And Cali is still on the table in my mind. I won't say never going back to Cali. Because I, I, if if the world changes, COVID is no longer a thing. You know, It's going to forever be a thing. It just might be less of a A threat like it is that, right yeah. now. Yeah, so Cali's still on the table too. So we have time to figure it out. So what we ultimately said was, all right, let's, let's go talk to my parents and... Um, and see what they think about it. Because it's, it's their house. Yeah. <laughs> They've never lived in this house. They came to visit this house. So to, just to kind of give you guys the, the rundown of it. My parents bought this beautiful home remotely. Yeah, they bought it. Like over Zoom. Yeah. They never visited this house one time in person when they purchased it. They had my grandmother, who lives like 15 minutes down the street, come here with the realtor, do like the FaceTime thing. Mm -hmm. And they... They were in the remember they were in the middle of a tsunami mm -hmm. in Japan during closing. During closing, so they're like clinging to the internet, working, trying to make <laughs> sure the paperwork is there, signing everything electronically um, to close on this house. So one, it was one just weird to me to even like broach the topic with them. Like, yo, <laughs> um, what y'all think about me and my family? You know, coming in um, and moving into y'all's house. Um, so I was like, but talk to Tina. She was like, let's let's just talk to him. So we hit up my mom's um, and, you know, told her what, what was on my mind. And I was like, look, you know, we haven't made a decision yet on if we're going to stay in California or not. Because like, it was also time to renew our lease. Yeah. So we had to we had to make a call on that. Um, and our landlord out there really wanted us to stay. You know, we were great tenants the whole nine. And of course, she was making a boatload of money off of us. So why wouldn't she want us to stay? Right. Um so I hit mom's up and talked to her and was like, look, you know, this is what I'm thinking. Like, we come back here. We hold it down for you. They had a property manager at the time. I'm like, we can take care of the house. You don't need a property manager. Um, you know, we'll we'll kind of hold it down to make sure everything is good. So you're liking, boom. So when you come back, you know, your house is, is still in one piece like you um, like it was when you bought it. Uh, and then it puts me closer to the places I need to travel to. So I'm not like stuck on these five, five and a half hour flights all the time. And it gets us in a space where we can be close to the family out here. Grandma's down the street. She needs anything. I can help her out as she's getting older. Tina's family is right down the street too. So if we need help, they'll be there to help us as well. So she loved the idea, yeah. which, which was great. 
Yeah, they were. She was immediately open to it. Um, but then it was like, all right, um, let me talk because I was just talking to her at the time. She was at work, so my dad wasn't around at the moment. She wanted to talk to him. She went and talked to him. Um, and like that same day, she was like, yeah, we love the idea. Like we think we should do it. Let's let's have a conference call and talk about the details and iron it out. Mm-hmm. So that part. It this went, was Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, that part went well um, for us in terms of just, all right, cool. Like, we're all on the same page. We're all good. But we still didn't, like, commit then. Because I was like, well, let me still think about it, Mom. Because I was like, I still don't know if I want to go to Virginia. <laughs> and here are the reasons why. Um, so we kind of sat back, thought about it, prayed about it, um, talked about it with my parents. And then we all kind of came to the agreement about, you know, this would work out. This this could be good for everybody. So what he means is he put together a spreadsheet and he was able to detail how much money we were going to be able to save by being here. And that's when the green, that's when the light bulb came on for him that it would be worth going. Yes. Money definitely was like the determining. That factor. was his determining factor. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, it just, again, it was, it's such a drastic change and a lifestyle change from, you know, where well, we, we were and what yeah, we were doing. We and not not lifestyle change like we're slumming because the house is the if house. I have to be anywhere for a year I can absolutely be here for a year but like outside and like um, little stuff and being a vegan and having like places to if we opt to go to restaurants and things like that like being able to just have those options at your fingertips or we went or we attempted to go last minute shopping to pick up some shoes for me before we had to shoot last weekend. And it was so like the mall was so weird. It was like we stepped back into 1990. The mall is the exact same way it was when I lived here as a child. It was like <laughs> for real. It was so awful. So I'm we're absolutely going to have to be some avid online shoppers or we're going to have to take like biweekly trips to northern Virginia to go shop in like places that we're used to, which, again, very first world. But when you're used to being able to run up the street to Nordstrom's to pick up a store order and they don't have a Nordstrom's within an hour of us, it's like, wait, where do we move again? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was simple things like Nordstrom. We, we needed something like quick clothes wise. Um, I needed something from the Apple store. Yeah. It's no Apple store. <laughs> the Apple by. store. It's you've got to drive forever to get to. So it was just weird. Like being in this place and getting adjusted to that. And then you're right. My, 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 my diet was a big part of it too. Like being a vegan, I was like, where am I supposed to eat out there? Cause every time we come home, everybody's throwing crabs in my face and all that type of stuff. I'm like, I don't eat that no more. Like what else, what else is here? Right. Um, and luckily for us, like we've been on our fast for the month of January. So, but yeah, so I, um, we've been doing the Daniel fast and he's been doing raw vegan since he's already a normal vegan. So that has saved, spared me for now, but I did just, I was just like, I'm just going to have to cook more. Yeah, she just had a cooking campaign the other day, and I'm I'm gonna tell you right now that <laughs> I don't have a lot of faith in her ability in, in cooking more. My wife was struggling to make breakfast. I was not struggling to make <laughs> breakfast. I was just my day. My brain was scared. I was hurting myself a lot in the process. I cut my finger. I burned my. <laughs> this is why I'm making bacon, eggs, and waffles, guys. Like it wasn't anything extravagant, and like she had real real world injuries. <laughs> Making bacon, eggs, and waffles. (laughs) So her putting together a vegan meal, yeah, I'm not going to hold my breath on that one. Um, So, yeah, we we out here having to think about all those things to get adjusted to, but we ultimately decided that it was the thing to do. Yeah. So you happy with the decision? Uh, Yeah, I'm happy with the decision so far. I mean, of, of course, like, you know, the little things that we have to get past, we still, this weekend hopefully is the last of, like, the unpacking and getting the kids' rooms organized. But just being able to be near family, like, what, two days after we got here, my dad had a health scare. Yeah, man, that was crazy. Um, I- Was ambulance to the hospital with the threat, threat of a heart attack. And it was just like, wait a minute, what? Like, I just got home. What do you, like, like, what do you mean he, he might have had a heart attack? It was, so it was just, I can't, I can't put a price on being able to, go to the hospital to be there for him to be able to hug him you know when we found out that he was going to be okay granted you know I could have gotten all of that same information over the phone via FaceTime or what have you but it it was it was just a different level of comfort to be able to 
drop what I was doing and go be there and, you know, not have to, didn't have to, um, well, the kids were in the car with us, but instead of having to take them into the hospital to risk, you know, them being exposed to COVID, my sister met us at the hospital to pick them up and take them to my mom's house. So it was just, you know, it's, it's just different. It's different being around, you know what I mean? Like having to deal with that, if we were like 5,000 miles away, it would have been tough. I couldn't imagine, you know, Tina is a, is a daddy's girl, um, you know, so she loves her dad to death. So that would have been just super stressful for her being on the other side of the country um, while he was, you know, dealing that, dealing with that. Luckily, it all worked out, yeah, you know what I mean? Good, okay. he's okay. Um, so, you know, praise God for that. But that was like one of the like first kind first of thing. like, all right, like, we should be close to family. You know, because I think that's the one thing you learn with last year. Like with COVID, nothing is promised. You know what I mean? And a lot of people lost people. You know, y'all followed us. Like I got COVID. Zoe got COVID. Zoe didn't get sick. I was sick as a dog. Um, so COVID has shown us like the importance of being around family. Yeah. Um, and making sure like, you know, you just spend time with the people that matter to you because you never know when people are going to be gone. So that's very true. Um, the kids are loving it. And I'm loving it for them. Just it's just being able to see aunts and um, grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have very many first cousins because um, half of them are in Atlanta. But my my one niece that is here, so they do get to see her. Um, they've seen her like twice. We got to celebrate her birthday, one of my sister's birthdays, which this past Wednesday. We had like a small family dinner. So it's just being able to be there for those moments that I haven't been able to be there for. Yeah. And forever. I'm I just I'm I'm very, very happy with that. And from a parent perspective, I like our kids more. <laughs> and I say that from a loving place, but them being able to go to my mom, because today will make a, a week that they've been going over there. Um, it gives us a chance to miss them. Not that we don't love them 100% all the time, but we do. But kids can be a lot. They can be taxing. They can be little buttholes, you know, um, because they cry and they whine and they need things no matter what you have going on with your workday. But them being able to go and, you know, we have our workday, it gives us a chance to meet them. And they're 10 times cuter when they come home and, you know, smile and do their little quirky things and want to be all up under you because they haven't seen you all day. But when you've been touching me all day and you continue to want to touch me, I don't want you to touch me no more. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, nah, that's a good point. I do think they they come home and you're like, oh, you're cute. I miss you. <laughs> right. Versus like, get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, please stop calling my name. So now nah, that, that part is good. Um, just for them getting to, getting to be around the side of the family. Because they've yeah. spent a lot of time around my, my side of the family. When we lived in Texas, if you guys don't know, like the house we built um, in a subdivision, my parents built a house in that same subdivision. So we like literally walking were distance. walking distance from each other. So... You know, they saw that's why they're still super close with my my parents to this day, because we saw each other pretty much every yeah. single day. Um, so that was cool. And then even being out here now, too, like I'm seeing the the joy that they're bringing to my grandma. Yeah. So, you know, that's their great grandmother. Um, my grandma will be 76 um, in like two weeks, actually. And she's like loving them and she's loving being around Luke and mm-hmm. trying to run around Luke and like seeing how smart the kids are. And she already like, y'all bring the kids over here and yeah, they can spend the weekend for with me. Yeah. I'm like, grandma, we got three kids. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> I don't think I want to leave them there. I want to leave all three kids with you. But, you know, I just think them, you know, getting that experience of hanging out with family is good versus in Cali. It was just us. Yeah, and everything time. was just virtual, which, you know, thank God for technology, but it physical presence, nothing can replace that. So yeah. for those, that alone, I, I am happy that we're here. Yeah, so you got the the familiar side of it, and then you have the other side, which is the 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 financial side of, of reaching whatever goals we have set up for ourselves. So like we said, the goal is to um, wherever we go next to, to build or buy our dream home. Um, and being here puts us in a position to do that, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. And then it, you know, it allows us to kind of, you know, go into this like, all right, these are our goals. This is what we want to save. Um, you know, this is what we want to make this year. Like we've set huge yeah, we've goals set in terms of what we what we tr- plan to earn based on everything I have going on, based on what she has going on. I finally convinced her to be a believer in like just having crazy goals that you most people don't think you can get to 
now she's on that. She's on the wave now. It took forever. Um, she used to like, I'm just, all right, I'm going to, and I think she did it to like not disappoint yourself. Like, oh, I only want to make six figures or like a hundred grand. I mean, I'm like, you couldn't have, I'm, and maybe you could have, but I guess I had to, I had to see it to believe it because when I left my corporate job as an insurance adjuster, I was making 50, 55,000 a year yep. um, before taxes. So to be able to make that um, in my first full year as an influencer to match that essentially, that was, that was like a big hurdle for me to get across to be even, even be willing to walk away from my corporate job. But I was like, okay, if I, if I can at least match that salary, I'll be fine. So when I went into it full on full time last year, you know, I was like, I felt like I was pushing myself by setting a goal of a hundred K because that's double, you know, why not? That that's pushing yourself, right? <laughs> if you had could have told me that I was going to make $300,000 as an influencer last year, I wouldn't have, yeah, I would have laughed. I would have never believed it. Um, now <laughs> yeah. I'm like, let's run it up. But I, I had to see it to believe it. I absolutely did. Yeah, and I think you know you got to that point in in seeing it, and now when you set a goal for yourself, it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna set this huge goal, yeah. um, and you know, really push myself to get there. Versus going into it believing that it's not attainable. I think that's the the biggest thing. Yeah. So now you you recognize that you put your mind to it, you can pretty much do whatever you want to do. And you know, you're smoking hot on fire. You have been for a while now. The family's on fire. So you know, I think these goals that we have for the year are great. And just so like y'all know, we put it out there. Like our goal this year is to make a million plus. A million. Period. For sure. Um, <clears throat> you know what I mean? And we think. Well, not even think we know we can do it. Like yeah. it's just literally that was really the motivating factor. It was like, all right, like we get back here, like we can de- we can have dedicated content days. Like we can go and record for hours. We can shoot as many podcast episodes as we want. We can go and create movies. That TV show mingling with the Meeks that we've been talking about. We could start that on our own. Yeah. Um, all of these different things, being here and having help and having the space to create allows for that. So that part alone had got me excited as well as the financial side of it. But it's like, all right, now we'll have the space to create. I can I can leave LA for that. Yeah. I mean, because there's there's always the option to come back. But I'm I'm really excited to see how, you know, as we go into February, because January was kind of a bit of a blur being that we had moved and we had to wait for our furniture to get delivered and all of that stuff. But just as we move into February, I'm really excited to see what where we go once we put our foot on the gas. Cause right now we're still in like cruise control. Yeah, we we still in cruise control. Well, we include control on content side. There's a bunch of other stuff happening. That, yeah, that is that yes. you know is is keeping me busy, keeping us busy. Um, but the the content is about to rev up for sure, um, which is going to be great. I'm excited for y'all to kind of see where we go and where we take these things um, moving forward. It's it's going to be a lot of dope stuff that comes from us, and we're going to share the journey like every step of the way in terms of the financial goals and like. The, the revenue goes and, and, and hitting a milli and all of that. Left, student loans? That's it. And I yeah. just said that y'all was getting y'all money last anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I could pay mine in a lump, but I don't want to. Yeah, we could have been paid them off. <laughs> Forget but it's y'all. Like, I don't even have no degree anyway. Forget y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all out here robbing us to go to school. I'm actually waiting to see if, if y'all boy Biden is going to cut them loans down before right. I pay anything. Right. So let me see what he going to do. Cause you ain't finna get the money to pay nobody <laughs> else through the loans off. Cause I'm gonna need me, <laughs> so we gonna hold off until he figure out what he gonna do. But we're gonna we're gonna stay, you know, keeping everybody abreast of the journey where we're trying to go, the goals, what we're trying to do. Once we de- determine like where we're gonna move to, want to open y'all up to that too. Um, Cause I think that's gonna be fun building yeah. a house from. What would you say if we could just quickly give maybe three tips for somebody who wants to pay down debt what would you say um read dave ramsey's books if you haven't um i think dave ramsey is awesome in terms of like the strategies he gives you um if your credit card debt is one of your things the snowball method is um is definitely important um it's a good one um and then the other thing is create another income source 
Yes. Well, that definitely create multiple streams of income. Like, and if you, if it's harder for you to do, at least try to have two. Yeah. So it could be your main job and then something else that's going to help you like get to get your goals, get to your goals faster, pay down debt faster. Um, but the most important thing is you got to be disciplined with it, man. That's the hardest part, honestly. You got to set a strict budget and stick to it. And this is hi, I don't like budgets, but if you want to make it happen, you got to stick to those budgets. You got to have a budget, you know what I'm saying? Like and with even within that budget, you still have to leave yourself some space to do things that you like because nobody just wants to just be in the world where you're only paying down debt. You never have fun, go out to eat, any of that type of stuff. So, but that might mean less trips. So if you take five trips a year, maybe you go down to two. You know what I mean? And those other three. You know what? I don't know who needs to hear this. Hi, it's me. I need to hear this. You don't need to order Postmates or DoorDash. Eat the food that you have at home. Yes. Because <laughs> even now, this one right here, like... I should have stock in Postmates and DoorDash the way that I gave them my money last year and even now. So if you would be surprised if you just stop and look at your bank account and look at how much you're spending on food in terms of dining out or meal delivery services, if you can take the money that you're spending on that, actually cook your meals at home and put that additional spend towards paying down debt, you would be surprised at how far you get. Yeah, use tools like Mint. They've been out here for a long time. They'll show you where your money is going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's another, I can't think of the name of the app right now, but there's an app that can basically plug into like your bank accounts and like see all the subscription services you subscribe to. Yeah, and check those too. Basically give you a rundown of everything so you can realize, you know what? I'm subscribed this. to just fab still and I don't even I don't even use it. Yeah. I'm subscribed to this thing and I don't even use it. So be very diligent about where you're spending your money. Um, but have a goal. So if you know you're married, you got a partner, a spouse, whatever it is, sit down with them and like y'all write out what the goal is. Like, all right, you know, by the end, we want to we want to save for a vacation or we want to pay off fifty thousand dollars in debt. Cool. Set the goal down and then figure out what each person is going to do to contribute to that goal so that y'all can get there. Um just be diligent and disciplined. That's the biggest thing. And for anybody who is listening or watching and took multiple streams of income as you have to be an entrepreneur you don't everybody doesn't have that spirit so if that means you go get a part-time job in customer service or delivering amazon packages or whatever that looks like for you if it's an additional revenue stream then that's just what it looks like for you you know your side hustle doesn't have to be starting a business if that's not your thing absolutely and don't be fooled like i, I think i posted about it recently but while we're on the entrepreneur kick now and i always knew that you know, I wanted to be one. I've worked at Walmart. Um, I was in I was in college working at Walmart, like on the east side of Atlanta. Um, and most of the people there didn't believe I was in college. They're like, <laughs> why are you working at Walmart? Because I had multiple jobs at the time. When we were trying to get the first house we got in um, in Georgia, the house we bought in Stone Mountain, I worked a nine to five in Alpharetta, got off in the evenings, and went to Best Buy. And was slanging tablets and computers at Best Buy until we were able to buy that house. Tina, when I met her, I, I was working two at jobs. Guess and I was an assistant manager at Limited Two, which is now Justice. But yeah. you know, by any means is by any means. Not you have to you know go and be something that you're not and try to start a business. If that mean if that looks like. I've worked customer service for Amazon. I've worked customer service on like phone customer service for like Neiman Marcus. So whatever that looks like for you is what that looks like for you. If it's going to bring some additional income to you so that you can work toward those goals, then by all means do it. I was making a hundred grand and was working at Neiman Marcus in the evening (laughs) doing customer service at home. When When we first got married, because, you know, we had a pretty expensive wedding and we had just bought a house. So yeah. Yeah. And I like that discount. So it was a nice discount. (laughs) Um, so yeah, don't, don't, you know, don't be ashamed or prideful about working a second job or a third job, whatever it takes, man. Don't, don't let anybody kind of shame you into doing what you feel is best for your situation. Set a goal for yourself, be strict, be disciplined and go and achieve that thing. Um, and then watch, you know, watch how good, good things come after you've, you've really spent that time and that discipline. So it's simple. Like you, you, you sacrifice now, you shine later. Yep. Period. Um, so for us, you know, we, we, we on, we on that tip, like we paid off a lot of debt. The only thing we really got to worry about now is, um, student loans. But like I said, they'll get that when they get that. I'm not really concerned with that. Um, but we have, we have goals in terms of what we want to do this year. And, and I feel confident that we're going to hit them. 
Um, it's super early, but you know, we're on the right track. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what the year holds. Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, like what, what else has happened since then? Tina dropped her book. I did. Um, yeah, I, I wrote a book. It's an ebook. Um, and it just basically lays out my blueprint from everything I've done to grow my following, to build an engaged community, to um, secure well-paying um, brand partnerships. If, you know, you haven't already checked it out or heard about it and you are an inspi- aspiring influencer, then that might be for you. Um, it's called Got Influence. And yeah, it's my blueprint. It's, there's not a tip or trick or suggestion in it that I don't currently use today. Like if you're ever, if you've ever wondered about how I do what I do, it's in the book. Yeah, and I think that's a that's a great thing. Like that's one of my goals this year. One of my goals this year is to make James a six figure influencer. Oh, we on the way. <laughs> I mean, she just got me. We just did this some with BET today, um, which is dope. Um, and we there are so many people who maybe some of them will speak about it openly, and maybe others won't. But they use my wife's tips, her tricks. They bought her book, um, and they work. They you know what I mean? So it's not one of those things where it's fluff, where she's like, all right, just buy this so that you can read through 50 pages and there's actually nothing in there. You know, there's actually like tangible stuff that if you do it, if you follow it, it's truly the blueprint of, you know, how to get money. So like no exaggeration. James was, a f- um, aside from the person I had proofread it, James was like the first person to read the book and he read it and he was like, you put everything in the book. Yeah, yeah I, was I like, know. He was like, you don't think that's too much? Mm-mm. Yeah. You know, so there's more there's more coming in that space. You know, um, my vision and her vision is to create more of that. Um, She's really leaning into this, not just being a content creator and an influencer, but also a coach um, and somebody to help bring other people up in that space. So um, she's doing it. I think she has a number of like walking testimonials out there who's seeing it. And then she's going to do it with me, too. And I'm like, y'all just y'all gonna hate me for real, then, because <laughs> that's another bag that I wasn't even planning on. So, um, you know, it's it's gonna be fun to kind of watch watch that journey. So, you know, if you guys haven't checked out her book, definitely go to her website, herlifesparkles.com/slash/got-influence. Yeah. To um to grab that. Um, what else we got going on this year? Um, I we're trying to figure out where we're gonna buy or build. Um. We're on a road to the moon. Um, I'm really. That's it. Yeah. Oh, we, we're going. We don't know where we're going, but we're traveling. We hoped. I mean, they, I, I making it difficult. Yeah. We got to get out of Dodge, though. Yeah. So we definitely this year we, we we've said we've been talking about it that. Look, we've lived with COVID now for a year. Two people in our family have had it, you know, me and our daughter. We want to get us out. being as careful as possible. Yes. We so. ain't go nowhere. We wear a mask everywhere. The only place I was going was outside to run out in L.A., which into the grocery store and still got. Yeah. It, so. Still got it. Wearing a mask and all of that. Um, it's it's impacted our businesses like some of our employees have recently gotten it. Um, so it's everywhere. But we do we do want to move around this year. You know what I mean? Because we usually every year we, we travel, we go somewhere like that was our thing, especially for our anniversary. We mm-hmm. go we go somewhere and. You know, COVID is really taking that from us and from many people. So um, we're going to be safe wherever we go. Yeah, but we're um, going somewhere. But we got to go somewhere this I'm, year. I'm over it. Because, um, you know, just being stuck and not being able to move <laughs> around is not the business. What, what, is there anything else? I think that was it, honestly. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, yeah, those, that's that's the update. So we're here. We're in Virginia for the foreseeable future. Where we're going to go next, we don't know. Um, you we're guys keep y'all updated as we make those decisions. So, yeah, y'all will be a part of that journey, kind of where mm-hmm. we're going with it, too. Um, as we get settled in the house, we'll continue to show you all the house. If you haven't ch- checked out, Tina did a house tour. I did. It's on um, my Her Life Sparkles channel on YouTube. If you want to check it out, it's a beautiful house, though. So you should you should definitely go see it. Yeah, it's it's, it's lovely. You should see it. Uh, my parents did a great job with this one, um, you know, and I'm excited for them to get back. You know, because they've been going forever, too. Yeah. Um, you know, so excited for them to get back to the world and, and, and to be here. And if we decide to stay in this area long term, that'd be great. Everybody be by each other. Um, we might have to move a little north, though. Um, but yeah, 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 man. I mean, I, I can't even, like, go out and buy no sneakers. Like, there's just nothing it's around crazy. here. 
But yeah, that's it. That's that's our life update. That's what's going on with the Life Partner Gang. That is what we have been doing over the last couple of weeks during our hiatus. We moved again across the country. We're getting settled and getting back to business. So we just wanted to kind of bring you guys up to speed on everything that we had been doing and what we have going on in the coming months. Yeah. Oh, and I got a new hosting job. Forgot oh, yeah. yeah. So I um I just signed on a podcaster podcaster. To, to host another podcast separate from our life partner gang. Um, it's with a platform called Dear Fathers. They have a great platform if you haven't checked them out on social, um, where they really highlight um black fathers and like trying to change the narrative about black dads and being present. So they do a lot of interviews with celebrities and athletes and things like that. So um, they're bringing me on to co-host season three, which I'm super excited about. Um, you know, the, some of the folks are talking about interviewing. I think it's going to be really dope. Um, so we're growing. Yeah. It's going to be good. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Just continuing to get out here, create content, you know, get our family out there. And then, like I said, um, you know, big things coming for the Meeks game. Yeah. So with that said, um, if you have any topic suggestions that you want us to cover this season, Make sure you drop them down in the comments or you can send us a DM um, on our Instagram page, Life Partner Gang. And just make sure that you are subscribed so that you can, you know, continue the journey with us and you stay updated every time we have something new going on or we drop a new episode. Absolutely. Um, So this was a good one. Just wanted to give you all the update. We're going to come back with some more pointed topics uh, moving forward. We definitely want to talk about kind of what's going on in the world, too. I wish we would have dropped that episode where we were talking about homeboy that was frying all them ladies on, on Instagram. I can't um, even remember. His we name. might have to get y'all some clips of that without dropping the full episode. Yeah. But um, yeah, but there's some stuff that's going on that's relevant right now in, in this life part in the gang space too. So uh, we're going to be talking about that, but definitely love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Y'all show us so much love. Um, we know y'all been waiting on us. So the loyalty and the support means a lot. Um, definitely keep it up. Yeah, we appreciate you guys more than we can even put into words, honestly. So thank you. Thank you. And then we didn't even intro ourselves. So I'm James. That's Tina. <laughs> we <laughs> missed, been a, yeah, we, we got to get that back part. to our rhythm. Um, so I am James Meeks on, on social. I'm Her Life Sparkles. Um, so yeah, appreciate y'all. Life Partner Game, we out. Bye. Peace.